This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, September 8th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. New ag spending for California. Groundwater recharge unlikely to happen. Dems push ahead with reconciliation and survey finds increase cover crop interest. Budget bills boost funding for incentives grants. As the legislature races toward a Friday deadline for the end of the session, lawmakers have hundreds of bills to process, and now 16 more budget trailer bills have been added to determine billions more in state spending. The new trailer bills cover two years of budget cycles and include $363 million for ag equipment upgrades, nearly $300 million for implementing groundwater management plans, $200 million for conveyance repairs, $160 million for the Healthy Soils Program, $100 million for water use efficiency grants, $80 million for manure management and dairy digesters, $60 million for farm-to-school programs spearheaded by first partner Jennifer Seibel Newsom. According to CDFA Secretary Karen Ross, the money comes with limited-term liquidation requiring the administration to get it out the door as soon as possible. It's going to take a lot of partnerships and outreach to make sure that every farmer that wants to put some of these practices on an acre of land has the opportunity to apply for this, said Ross, during a meeting of the Food and Ag Board on Tuesday. It's too late for groundwater recharge this year. In presenting to the Food and Ag Board, Eric Ekdal, a deputy director at the State Water Board, dashed hopes for banking groundwater through new recharge projects this year. The board typically takes at least three months to process permits, and so far, none have been submitted. But that's not the big problem. I don't want to sound overly pessimistic here, said Ekdal, but if we look hydrologically, this year is probably too late. The severe water deficit, depleted reservoirs, and extremely dry soil mean that, quote, we're talking a Noah's Ark level of precipitation would be needed for recharge to happen. Remember, Secretary Ross had pushed for immediate budget funding to launch recharge projects ahead of this winter in the hope of offering some short-term drought relief for farmers. Republicans angry over lack of storage dollars and budget. During an assembly budget hearing yesterday on the new trailer bills, three Republicans on the committee shared frustrations over the exclusion of any new funding to develop more surface water storage. Assemblymember Vince Fong of Bakersfield was disappointed in a $5.2 billion water and drought resilience package would not allocate $1 to storage, but would instead expedite the removal of dams in the Klamath Basin. Assemblymember James Gallagher of Yuba City asked if there would be any effort to streamline permitting of the sites reservoir in the Sacramento Valley. Administration officials sell, fell silent on Gallagher's question, but referred the other question to the $2.7 billion approved in the 2014 Proposition 1 water bond. All seven of the projects currently going through the permitting process for the bond money are expected to meet a January 2020 deadline to proceed, including sites. You can read more on the demise of a bill to fix conveyance canals in the AgriPulse West newsletter later this morning. 
CFBF campaigns against carbon neutrality bill. The California Farm Bureau has released a new ad spot urging lawmakers to oppose a bill setting a goal of 90% carbon neutrality by 2045 for California. Raising the price to farm raises the price of food, says a farmer in the video. AB 1395 is advanced through party line votes and is set for final hearings this week before moving to the governor. Farm and food workers to receive $700 million in COVID aid from USDA. Help is on the way to farm and food industry workers. USDA's new $700 million farm and food workers grant program will compensate workers for living expenses as well as personal protective gear expenses they incurred because of the pandemic. While many of us were staying home, these folks assumed personal risk going to work to ensure stable food supply for our nation, said House Ag Chairman David Scott of Georgia. Now take note, USDA is also expected to make a separate announcement regarding $700 million in grants for processors, distributors, farmers markets, producers, and the seafood industry in the very, very near term, according to Ag Secretary Dom Vilsack speaking with reporters yesterday. AFBF deeply concerned with spending package. House Democrats are moving ahead this week with debating key provisions of the $3.5 trillion tax and spending package. The House Ways and Means Committee has announced plans to take up the health care, paid leave, and child care provisions on Thursday and Friday. That would push its action on tax issues to next week. House Education and Labor, which is writing the package child nutrition provisions, it meets tomorrow. House Ag takes up its part of the bill Friday. The House Natural Resources Committee meets tomorrow to finish work on its portion, which includes funding for endangered species protection and the Civilian Climate Corps. Meanwhile, the nation's largest farm group, the American Farm Bureau Federation, sent a letter to congressional leaders yesterday saying it was deeply concerned about the cost of the package and potential tax increases as well as the limited ability for stakeholders to engage with lawmakers on the bill. The letter adds, while Farm Bureau recognizes that there might be an opportunity to increase funding for voluntary, incentive-based climate and conservation programs, agriculture research, and other important farm policy programs, this should be done in a transparent and bipartisan fashion. Now, for more on the reconciliation package, plus our 2021 CEO compensation report, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter. Survey indicates increase in cover crop use. Cover crops may be gaining in popularity among producers, according to the monthly Ag Economy Barometer Survey conducted by Purdue University and the CME Group. Nearly two-thirds of the 400 producers surveyed in August said that they currently use or have used cover crops in the past. And of the respondents currently using them, 47% began planting cover crops within the last five years. Also take note, 10% of farmers who plant cover crops said they did so in part because of carbon sequestration contracts. Dems to EPA and CORE dump Trump Waters rule. Six members of the Senate and Environment and Public Works Committee, including Chairman Tom Carper of Delaware, calling on the Biden administration to move quickly to kill the Trump administration navigable waters protection rule. 
Carper, joined by fellow Democrats Alex Padilla of California, Jeff Merkley of Oregon, Ed Markey of Massachusetts, and Ben Cardin of Maryland, along with independent Bernie Sanders of Vermont, they want the EPA and the Army Corps of Engineers to swiftly follow up on an August 30 order from a federal judge vacating the Trump rule. We also urge the agencies to narrowly tailor their removal of the NWPR in order to restore safeguards for those waters that have been protected since the 1980s, they said in a letter to EPA and the Corps. Those agencies have said they will issue a foundational rule restoring regulations defining waters of the U.S. and the Clean Water Act that were in place for decades until 2015, with updates to be consistent with relevant Supreme Court decisions. A separate, second rulemaking process would refine this regulatory foundation and establish an updated and uh, durable definition of waters of the United States. Here's today's He Said It. He listens with interest, whether he supports it 100%, which we know that's not true. But at least he listens to the growers who grow our food in the Central Valley. That Republican Senator Shannon Grove of Bakersfield and offering a passive-aggressive support for reappointing State Water Board Chair Joaquin Esquivel. The Senate confirmed the nomination yesterday. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, September 8th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Halley.